You are tuned in to Awaken Radio with Connie Chapman. To listen to more episodes, go to ConnieChapman.com or subscribe on iTunes. Hello, everyone, and welcome into today's episode of Awaken Radio. It is so nice to be back here with you on the podcast, and I'm really excited about the conversation that we're going to have today and what I want to share with you, because we're going to be diving into a deep and powerful conversation around inner child healing and working with your inner child and doing this inner work within yourself to get to the root cause of things that might be playing out in your life now by going back to reconnect with your inner child, to build a relationship with her, and to move through the healing work. And so in this episode today, I'm going to talk you through a bit about inner child healing. What is this? What does this even mean? I'm going to share some of my experiences of using this type of healing work and why I'm so passionate about it, why I really believe it is such a key part of creating deep change and transformation within ourselves. And I'm also going to offer you a little process. I've broken down the process that I use into five steps that I'm going to talk you through so that if you want to start to practice some of this healing work within yourself, um, you can follow this little process that I use within myself and with my clients to support you. And look, everyone will move through inner child healing work in their own way. And some people guide it differently to how I guide it. Um, So it's really about finding a way that works for you and also recognizing you don't necessarily have to do this work alone. So it's definitely work that we can guide ourselves through and create a lot of awareness and shifts and changes within ourselves through doing this work within us. But it's also work that's really supportive to work with a practitioner or a therapist or a psychologist on, you know, so that you can feel really held and really guided and really supported, especially if you're someone who hasn't done much of this work before or if when you think about connecting with your childhood or your inner child, you feel overwhelmed, you feel like there's too much emotion there you feel numb or disconnected, you can't remember anything, or you feel like perhaps there's some trauma there that if you reconnect with it, it's going to be too overwhelming. Um, They're the instances where it's really supportive to find someone to work with um, who can hold you and guide you. But as a starting point, this conversation today will even just help you in bringing more awareness um, to this type of inner healing work that you can be doing and maybe beginning some of the steps within yourself. So I have a lot I'm going to dive into in this episode, and I'm so excited um, yeah, to share this with you. I, I put a poll up on my stories yesterday, just asking um, who would like a podcast on inner child healing. And I had hundreds of you respond saying that you would. So <laughs> I have no doubt um, this episode is really going to resonate with a lot of you. Now, before I dive into the episode, I actually have something really exciting that I want to share with you that I've been um, working on behind the scenes and waiting to share. And this is my first opportunity to talk about it. So I want to tell you about a three day free masterclass series that I have coming up in September, which I am really excited to lead. It is called She is Liberated. 
And it actually ties in so beautifully to what we're going to be talking about today because we're really going to be focusing on She is Liberated around liberating yourself from limiting programs, beliefs, patterns, all those things that are holding you back and keeping you small and keeping you stuck. We're going to work on unraveling those, liberating yourself from those and awakening deeper confidence, self-belief, self-love, awakening more of your divine feminine energy and power and wholeness and self-worth and really creating some powerful shifts within yourself. Now, if you were part of my three-day masterclass series last year, which was called Become Magnetic, you're going to love this one. I haven't done another three-day masterclass series in obviously in a year. So this is going to be beautiful because we can come together as a community for three days and really dive deep. There's going to be these mini masterclasses, activities for you to work through, little pieces of homework to take you deeper and this beautiful community that you're going to share it with. So it is running live from September 6th to September 8th. Tuesday to Thursday. All sessions will be recorded and there'll be replays if you can't attend live. And what we're going to cover is day one is going to be liberate yourself from limiting patterns, programs, and beliefs. Day two, embody true, authentic confidence, self-belief, and self-love. And day three, awaken your divine feminine worth, power, and wholeness. So if you want to come along to that, you can register your free spot at ConnieChapmanCourses.com slash liberate. I will also put the link in the show notes. It's going to be a really powerful event. I have so much I want to share with you and I think you're going to get so much out of it, especially if you enjoy this episode today because we will be doing some inner child work in She is Liberated as well. And you will also get the opportunity to receive a pre-sale link for Divine Femme. So Divine Femme is my program that's coming where we spend three months together doing all of this deep healing, transformation and feminine work together. And you'll get a pre-sale offer for Divine Femme if you join She is Liberated. So Go and secure your spot. I'm so excited to lead this. It's going to be um, a really powerful event and I would love to see you in there. So go to ConnieChapmanCourses.com slash liberate. And so as I was saying, um, that event, She is Liberated, ties in so beautifully to this conversation because if you really want to begin to liberate yourself from the patterns, the programming, the beliefs, the habits, the things that are keeping you stuck and keeping you small and holding you back. The true key to doing this and transforming all of this is to get to the root cause behind those patterns, is to really do the deeper work to understand what is happening on a subconscious level that is causing those patterns and behaviors to run in your life and that is causing you to create the results that you're currently creating in every area of your life. And this is why inner child work is so powerful. It allows you to get to the root cause. So often when we encounter challenges in ourselves and we notice unresourceful habits and behaviors, limiting beliefs, ways that we do things that are holding us back from what we want, ways of thinking, 
Yeah. When we notice there's certain areas of our life where we're getting stuck and we're looping and we're creating the same results in business or money or relationship, so often we try to work on the surface level to create change around it. We're like, I just need to get myself to act differently, to think differently. I need to do some affirmations. I just need to change my habits. I need to get disciplined. I need to set some new intentions. And so we try to create all of this change on a surface level. And then we wonder why those changes don't stick. It's because what is causing those behaviors to run, what what is the actual manifestation of those behaviors is a deeper belief system, deeper programming, deeper patterning, a deeper sense of identity and self that's on a, running on a subconscious level that was installed in childhood. And so many of us get frustrated when we're trying to create change in our lives because we are just working with the surface expression of the problem. So we have these um, conscious intentions around the change we want to make. And so on a conscious level, we're like, I should be able to make this change. I should be able to do this. I should be able to get these results. But there is a conflict happening between your conscious intention and desires and your subconscious programming, what you truly believe about yourself on a deeper level, your worth, what feels safe to you, what you believe you can hold, the type of person you think you are. And so when we do inner child healing work, we go back to the place where all of that was programmed and installed. We go back to childhood to look at what did we start to learn about ourselves, about the world, about money, about love, about relationships, about our bodies. We go back and we begin to look within our subconscious. We do the deeper reprogramming work there. And when you change at the level of the root cause, the external expressions of your behavior change, the external expressions of you change. You naturally start to show up differently, to think differently, to be differently because you've created the change at the root cause, at the the very core level of what drives everything that you do. And so inner child work is just, is, is so powerful and beautiful because we we have within us, even though we're adults now, we have all these expressions of younger versions of ourselves still within us. We still have that energy within us. You know, you can go back and you can reconnect with a version of yourself from five years ago that went through a heartbreak and she never properly processed it. Maybe she just suppressed it and went out partying. Maybe she just moved on and started dating someone new. Maybe she just shut down emotionally. That part of you still exists within you. So you can go back and reconnect with her and help her complete the healing process. You can go back and reconnect with a teenage version of yourself. You can go back to that teenager that experienced bullying at school and you can go and sit with her and support her and hear what was going on for her and actually help her again process and resolve the emotion, the trauma, the limiting beliefs she built about herself. You can go back and reconnect with that version of yourself. And similarly, you can go back and reconnect with your inner child. 
So your inner child is an energy that still exists within you. Within you, There is an energetic expression of her still within you. And so when you go back and reconnect with her, which you can do through using your imagination to connect with an image of her, feeling of her, of energy of her, you can go back and reconnect with memories. You can use a photo of her to help you remember what she was like at that age. You can go back and find out truly what was going on for her in childhood, what she was feeling, experiencing, the beliefs she was building about herself, the meanings she was making about the world, the things that were causing her pain, that were wounds, that were hurts inside of her. And you can go back and resolve that. Yeah, and that's the healing work. Because what's often happening in childhood is we're having these experiences and we are making meanings around these experiences that we're having. And as we're just navigating our childhood life, you know, we're experiencing school or our parents or our siblings, our home environment, and all of it is impacting us. We are little sponges as children. We are operating primarily from the subconscious mind from ages zero to seven. And we are modeling and mirroring what's happening around us. We are taking it all in. It is shaping us. It is defining us. Our nervous system is calibrating to the nervous systems of the people around us. We're noticing how our parents are showing up and we're modifying ourselves accordingly. Because as a child, everything is about getting love. Everything is about your survival. And you will do whatever you need to do to ensure that you belong in that family, you feel connection, you get a sense of safety, and you get a sense of love. And sometimes for us as kids, that means totally modifying ourselves, learning a whole new way of coping and being that isn't necessarily authentic, but is how we need to be in that environment in order to get our needs met. Because getting our needs met is the most important thing. So your, your environment is deeply impacting you as a child. You're taking things on. You are molding yourself based on what's happening around you. You're building the sense of identity, who you are, your, uh, your beliefs about yourself and about the world. You're watching your parents' relationships and you're learning about the masculine and feminine. And you're having experiences where you're creating meanings And this is one of the key things that happens in childhood is when we're a child, we're very self-centric. It's like the world is all about us. And so if something happens in our environment, we very often attribute it to us and we very often start to make it mean something about us. So the fact that dad was really busy at work and wasn't home much we know now as an adult, most likely means absolutely nothing about you and about his kids. It's totally what's going on for him. It's his stuff. But as a child, you don't see things that way. You don't have that ability to rationalize in that way. And you immediately make it mean something about you. And we will all internalize things differently as a child. But a child may may make that mean, oh, dad's never home because I'm not good enough. And if I was enough, he would be here more. Or the fact that dad's never home means that I'm not lovable and there's something wrong with me because if I was perfect, he would be here all the time. 
or maybe your mum was moody or um, depressed or were having some type of mental illness happening or substance use. Maybe there was something going on for her that caused her to be really inconsistent in how she showed up emotionally, where sometimes she was really available for you and other times she just wasn't. That inconsistency can create a lot of stress in your system because there's a lack of predictability around love. Love doesn't feel safe and unconditional and and steady. And again, a child can make that mean something about her. Oh, the reason mom isn't giving me as much attention today is because I was too loud before. I was making too much noise. Oh, maybe instead I should start to be quiet and be the good girl. And then maybe mom will love me more. And all this is happening on a really deep level, but this is how we're beginning to form our sense of identity, who we think we need to be in the world to get love, our core belief systems about ourselves, about our worthiness, about our enoughness. And this is all getting programmed in. We're also learning about our capacity to get our needs met. And that a lot of us as as children have experiences where we don't fully get our needs met in the way we really want. Now, it doesn't mean we have bad parents. It doesn't mean our parents didn't love us. And it doesn't mean they weren't doing the very best that they could. But as we know, again, as adults, there's usually a whole lot of things going on in family dynamics and for parents. And A child being on the receiving end of that might at times feel like no one was there for me to hold me through my emotion. I tripped over and hurt myself. No one was there for me. Looks like I can't depend on anyone. I have to always look out for myself. Um, Yeah, if, if someone wasn't there for me emotionally, maybe it means that I should hold my emotions in and never share them with people because people can't hold me in my emotions. If I needed and wanted a lot of attention and presence from the people in my life, but they weren't available for me, it could cause you to shut down internally. It could cause you to have issues in relationships when you get older, feeling like I can't trust people, I can't rely on people. So If there was a particular need that we had that wasn't met, that can then create a wounding inside of us. And we get these woundings where there are pain points that we're carrying around places where we didn't feel met, places where we didn't feel held, places where we didn't feel seen. You know, for me, for example, I love to perform. I love to put on little performances for mom and make things for her and do things for her. And I often felt like she wasn't that interested in it. I often felt like she was too busy to watch me and acknowledge me and celebrate me. So I started to develop a a belief that it's bad for me to be seen, that when I'm seen, when I'm being visible and bright and performing, people take their love away from me. People don't like it. So I started to shut down and dim my light and think, okay, it's better just to be small and be the good girl and keep everyone happy and not try to attract too much attention. And that affected me for years in my, in my business, you can imagine. So we create these, these woundings and pain points within us on a deeper level when we felt unmet, unheard, unseen, unsafe when we didn't get love in the way that we wanted or needed, when someone wasn't available for us. And if we didn't get to fully process that emotion, it gets stuck within us. 
It gets stored on a deeper level in our subconscious and in our bodies and we carry it within us. We can also have traumatic experiences and I think there's a a really good conversation starting to happen around trauma and really helping people understand trauma in such a deeper way because so many of us think of trauma as like that one-off really traumatic painful event that most of us would associate with trauma like rape or sexual abuse or um, a death of someone or witnessing abuse or a really traumatic event growing up. And that can be one aspect of it. But for a lot of us, trauma is the prolonged experience of not having our needs met or the prolonged experience of living in a stressful environment. And really all trauma is, it's not about the event. It's not about how big or small it was. And it's not about whether someone else would look at that and say that was traumatic or not. It was all about your internal response to it and whether you had the capacity to process it and be with what was happening or whether it completely overwhelmed your system and you went into some type of fight, flight, freeze or fawn response as a result. And if you never got to fully re-regulate after that properly, you can then be stuck operating out of that type of nervous system now. If you were you know, in that state for a prolonged period and weren't able to really re-regulate, you can kind of get stuck in that in that nervous system. So going back to do the inner child healing work allows us to go back and look at what happened in childhood. Um, what did we start to believe about ourselves? What, how was our sense of identity shaped? Who did we decide that we needed to be in order to get love? Um, what emotions did we not ever get to process? What pains and wounds do we have around places we weren't met and seen and held and where we didn't get our needs met? Where did we experience some type of trauma? Where did we not feel safe? All of that. And then it allows us to go back and do the healing work around that. And to begin to as well, and we'll talk about this in a minute, make the connection between the unresolved Um, patterns from childhood, the wounds, the belief systems, and then how that's impacting you now as an adult. And really beginning to tie back so many of those patterns you struggle with now as as an adult, whether it's procrastination, self-doubt, worrying what other people think about you, being a, a perfectionist or a high achiever, always putting so much pressure on yourself, never being able to say no, a massive fear of letting people down or disappointing people, a fear of failure, being over analytical, being unable to be in your body and feel your emotions, unable to create healthy relationships, unable to call in more money. A lot of these things, if you find yourself, if you find yourself in any situation in your life now, looping, getting stuck in the same point over and over, constantly getting triggered, never being able to move beyond a certain level in a different area of your life, constantly getting caught back into old patterns that are unhealthy and unresourceful and keep you small and stuck. And if you've been trying to create all of the conscious change around that and change your behavior, but you keep self-sabotaging and defaulting back to your old way of being, it is likely that there is something going on at a subconscious level, at an inner child level, that is the root cause of that, that needs to be healed and resolved. 
And when you go back and do that work and you actually resolve that, you, you automatically start to notice changes in who you're being, in the decisions you're making and how you're acting, in the results you can create and in how you're showing up in your life. Okay, so let's start to get into my five-step process because I'm sure you're beginning to see that I can talk about this topic forever. I am um, so passionate about it. I I know a lot about it. I have been working with my clients on inner child-based processes for 10 years. You know, I really started with that depth of work when I started coaching and I've been doing this work in myself for even longer than that. So I have a lot to share about it, but I would say I've been going deeper than ever before this year because I've been really bringing in embodiment-based work so much more around the inner child healing work. And I'll talk about that um, because there's a difference with inner child healing between just creating a lot of awareness And being like, oh, okay, you know, I understand. I have the awareness. I can see that I had these experiences in childhood and I can connect now and understand that that's why I do what I do now as an adult. And cool, I've got that awareness and that feels empowering and great. I'll be aware of that moving forward now. (laughs) Versus actually then using that awareness to then go deeper into the body into the subconscious to be with your inner child to actually heal and resolve and transform that at a much deeper level where you're actually reprogramming yourself and creating deep and lasting change okay and what i've been noticing this year coming deeper into the body and into the subconscious like i talked about in my previous episode um, on the true path of feminine living it has been the key to actually creating proper healing and results in this area. Okay, so let's talk about a a process that you can kind of take yourself through. So I actually had um, something come up yesterday morning, which is what sparked my desire to record this episode, um, which I took myself through. And so it I have a, a really some really powerful examples I can be sharing around how to move through these types of processes. So the first thing, obviously, the first kind of step is we want to uncover what is this childhood programming? Uh, what is this un, these unresolved pain or woundings? What are these limiting beliefs? What is the stuff that began to get programmed in on a subconscious level in your childhood? That just now has become how you see the world and how you do things. Yeah, it's just become who you are. And there's a couple of ways you can uncover that. Like I was saying before, you can do all the the awareness work, the self-awareness and think about it and, you know, reflect on powerful questions and dig deeper. Or the other way you can do it is by working with the body. So I want to share this process I took myself through yesterday by using the body as the doorway to access the inner child. Yeah. So when we do this, we we use the sensations in the body, what's getting triggered in our body, the places where we feel contraction, tightness, heaviness, discomfort as an indicator that there's something there that's unresolved. There's something there that has an emotional charge and highly likely if we're feeling it strongly through the body it's something that's there on a subconscious level so what i did yesterday was i was in my sort of meditation embodiment practice and i noticed all of this tension in my neck and shoulders 
And so I brought all my awareness to it and I just tuned into the sensation and I was breathing with it and being with it. And then I asked myself, what is beneath this? What is underneath this sensation? Or if this sensation had an emotion, what would it be? What emotion is beneath this physical sensation in my body? And all of a sudden I noticed all of this fear that I didn't even know was there. All this fear energy sitting in my chest. And then I began to hear the voice of fear speaking to me, saying, what if I don't what if I don't succeed in this launch? What if I don't do enough? What if I run out of time? What if I don't get this perfect? I need to get this perfect. I need to really um, work on my copy and make sure my sales page and my positioning is really good. And, and I'm so afraid that if I don't get it perfect, then I'm not going to get the results. I'm not going to make the money or make the sales. And there was all of this frenetic, fear-based energy inside of me that was creating all of this pressure for me to get it perfect. Because if I didn't get it perfect, I wouldn't get the results that I wanted or I wouldn't receive the success or the love or the money. And so all this pressure I was feeling in my shoulders was coming from fear. And as I began to hear the voice of fear, I recognized that it was coming from a child. I felt the energy of my inner child. And I also started to have memories come up. And I was taken back to this memory of when I was a little girl with my mom. And I noticed with my mom, because my mom was going through a lot, that there was different moods every day. There was different emotions every day. Sometimes she was very emotionally available and present. Other times she was cold, withdrawn and and uh, aloof. So I never knew what who I should be and what I needed to do each day to ensure that I could get mum's love that day so that I could feel connected to her. Now, I know as an adult now, her behavior had nothing to do with me, but as a child, I didn't know that. As a child, I thought the reason that at times mum pulled away was because I did something wrong. And I thought the reasons that at times mum was really loving was because I was being exactly what she wanted me to be. So I would notice there was this confusion as a kid and this fear of like, okay, I have to get it right today. I have to try to figure out what does mum want and who do I need to be and how do I need to act and what do I need to say so that I'm going to get that good version of mum and she's going to be really loving and warm with me today. And I recognized that it was the same energy. It was this feeling of pressure. I had to be perfect. I had to get it exactly right or else I was going to lose that love. I was going to lose something that was so important to me. Yeah. And I began to see the connection. I was like, wow, the reason I tend to feel so much pressure in my business and so much pressure around launches and so much fear around launches is that there's this belief if I don't get it, get it perfect, I'm going to lose. I'm going to lose something that's really important to me, like the success or the results I want to create in my business or the money I want to create or having the beautiful women in my programs or feeling like people love what I'm creating and doing. Just like as a kid, if I didn't get it perfect, if I didn't show up as that perfect kid for mom, I was going to lose her love. And it was really profound for me to see that connection. I'd actually never seen that connection before. So that came from me using the body and being able to unpack it. Now, I was actually able to move through that in about 10 minutes, um, but that's because I've done a lot of this work. That might take you more time, 
But you can use the sensations in the body. You can unpack the emotions around those sensations. And then you can either ask, when do I first remember feeling this way? Or you can notice maybe sometimes memories as you start to go into the body, memories will just come up from childhood that will reveal really what the connection is between what you're feeling now and what you felt as a child. The next part of the process is to feel and to process the emotion. So what would have happened for me as a child is that I would have been feeling all of these emotions. I would have been feeling fear and anxiety and sadness that I um, wasn't getting the love that I needed. And there would have been a whole lot going on inside my tiny little body. But I wouldn't have had the capacity to deal with those emotions. I wouldn't have known how to hold myself through them. I might have felt they were wrong and inappropriate and that if I was upset, then mum would get even more angry at me or withdraw from me even more. So we shut down those emotions. We don't fully process them and fully feel them and they get trapped in our body. So the healing here is allowing that inner child to have space to feel and process the emotion, which means that you now as an adult might notice all of this emotion come up. You might start to feel the grief of never getting that love that you craved. You might start to feel the pain in your heart of never feeling that you were enough. You might start to feel the sadness that you were abandoned and no one was there for you in the way you needed. You might start to feel the anger that that parent of yours seemed so self-absorbed and couldn't give you what you needed. You need to let yourself feel the emotions that are associated with that, that you never gave yourself permission to feel. Now, that emotional process can actually go on for a little while. You might find you need to be with that more than once. You might find there's layers to these emotions. You might find there's a lot of stuck emotion in the body because you've never actually felt it. And then it's built up over time with more and more and more experiences that compound that emotion. And now it's just like a volcano of emotion <laughs> um, that that you're feeling because if you have a core wounding or belief, you're going to continue to attract experiences into your life that match that. So you've probably then had other experiences growing up uh, and as an adult where you've felt the very same way and maybe again you've suppressed that emotion. So it's all got compounded and it's time now to feel. So that is the next part of the process. We need to go through these almost very cathartic releases of emotion to allow ourselves to move the stuck and blocked energy that we never processed. The third part is the reprogramming and really reprogramming the meaning and the belief systems that we created around that event. So like I was saying earlier, we um, have a meaning making machines as kids. Like We are making meanings out of things um, that actually aren't the true meaning. So for example, as a kid, what I made that mean, um, my experience with my mom, was that it's not enough for me to just be me and be loved. So I'm, I, I, I can't just fully just be me and be loved. I am not lovable just as I am. I have to be different. I have to be perfect. I have to be good. I have to be a certain way to get that love. So there's this belief system that I now noticed in my business, which is like, I can't just 
relax and be me and enjoy the process and have that be enough to get what I want. I have to work hard. I have to push. I have to be perfect. I have to overgive. I have to try really hard to make sure I'm really, really good and I'm really, really perfect. And then I can get it. Does that make sense? And what you can see is as the adult now, of course, that belief system that I built is not the truth. My mum's behavior meant nothing about my lovability. The fact that my mum was going through her very real own stuff as a parent meant nothing about how lovable and worthy and enough that I was as a child. But I couldn't see that as a child. So it's our job now as the adult to go back and reprogram those meanings we created, those false meanings we created about ourselves. Yeah, that's what we need to recognize because we have created meanings and beliefs that are not true, that are not true about us, that are not true about our worth and our value and our magnificence and our beauty. And we're carrying them throughout our whole life, these belief systems of I'm not enough, I'm not um, I'm not enough to get love, money is hard to come by, I have to work hard to get love, I can't trust people, um, men, men always cheat, men always abandon you, you know, these core belief systems, or um, I'm, I'm just not beautiful, or there's something wrong with my body, there's something wrong with me. We develop these really core belief systems by the meanings we've made about the world around us and they're not true they're not true and that's the reprogramming work that needs to happen the fourth step and this sort of ties into that is the reparenting and this is where when we're doing that reprogramming we're going back as an adult now to connect with that inner child and be the parent for ourselves that we never got to receive to give ourselves the unconditional love that we didn't get to receive, to help us see the truth about ourselves, yeah? And you can do this by sitting with your inner child and talking with her, hugging her, reassuring her, giving her what she needed and actually beginning to help her see the truth about her. And the reason this is so powerful and the reason why um, inner child work is so supportive for building self-love and for building a loving relationship with yourself is because it's very hard for us as adults, and I've seen this in women that I've worked with, to really sit with ourselves and maybe look in the mirror or be with ourselves as an adult and say all these beautiful positive things about ourselves and believe them and really say that we're worthy and we're deserving and we're good enough and we're magnificent. Often as an adult, we're like, mm, yeah, I'm saying it, but I don't really feel it. But when you sit opposite your inner child and you look into her eyes and you see her in her tenderness and her vulnerability and how beautiful she is, your heart just cracks open. And I've watched women just sit there with their inner child and be like, oh my God, she's so perfect and she's so worthy and she's so beautiful and she's so deserving and of course she can have everything she wants and of course she's lovable and of course she's safe and I'm going to take care of her and I'm going to protect her and I'm going to make sure she gets everything that she needs. It's so much easier to do that when you're sitting opposite a child versus when you're sitting opposite your adult self. And so inner child healing is so beautiful for building self-love. It allows you to really bring in that open-hearted compassion for that younger version of yourself and really see the truth about you 
And when you do that work with your inner child, you're healing your relationship with yourself and you're completely transforming how you think and feel about yourself and how you show up for yourself. So the reparenting work is about really uncovering what was missing, you know, for that child. What was the unmet need around what they really needed from mum or dad that wasn't there? And you building over time that relationship with that child to continue to, to give to yourself and tend to yourself and give that part of you what they never got to receive. And then the final piece is it's kind of this ongoing relationship, but it's your ability to hold her and stay in your body when you get triggered. So even once you do all this work, she's still going to get triggered. This wound within you is probably still going to get triggered. And I find with these really deep wounds around things like love or abandonment or safety um, or our worthiness and our enoughness, you know, sometimes they, they stay with us. They stay with us. But the more that we resolve them, the less of an active trigger, you know, they are. But if you do get triggered along the healing journey, like, for example, for me, I might step into my launch and notice I'm still getting triggered, still noticing that pressure and that need to be perfect, right? When that happens, you have to stop and go and be with what's coming up. What most of us do is just go, oh, okay, I need to do more then. Oh, okay, I need to change my behavior then. Oh, I need to fix this. I need to journal about this or I need to go talk to someone about this. No, you need to sit and feel. Go back into the sensations in your body. Hold yourself through the energy, the sensations, the emotions that are coming up. If you don't fully feel it in that moment, it's once again going to get trapped in the body and get stuck. You're going to have to process it at some point. (laughs) What's getting activated? So every time you get triggered and you can go and be with yourself and sit, hold yourself in it, feel, move the emotion, listen to your inner child, talk with her, hold her, love her, give her presence, the more you're going to continue to heal and resolve this wound. And that's the ongoing work. And that's one of the biggest things about healing our inner child. This isn't a one-off event. You don't just do this once and then tick the box and say, yep, okay, that that inner child wound is complete. This is a lifelong relationship. Having this relationship with your inner child where you are continuously in communication with her, you're loving her, you're honoring her, you're showing up for her, you're listening to different things that are getting triggered. This is the work of inner child healing. It's a lifelong relationship. And the more that you can build this relationship with her, which is just this aspect of you, the more you're building this incredible relationship with yourself of self-love and self-devotion, where you deeply listen to yourself and you show up for yourself, you take care of yourself, you get present to the things that get triggered, that get activated, and you hold yourself through them. Yeah. So this is an ongoing relationship of healing that you're going to be in in for forever because you're in a relationship with a part of you, with yourself, when you are doing the inner child healing. And it's one of the most beautiful relationships that you can build. Yeah. And it allows you to ensure that you're always going to the root cause of things when things are getting activated and you're really going in to do the deeper transformative subconscious reprogramming work rather than just making surface changes and wondering why nothing in your life is changing. 
So there was a lot there in that episode. Um, I mean, there's even so much more I could share because I just, I love teaching about inner child healing, but I hope that that's been a supportive starting point. I hope if you're someone that had never done this type of work before or had maybe done some of this type of work, but hadn't really known how to go deep with it, you know, that there's been some things in here that have been really, really supportive for you. So feel free to send me a message, an email, let me know how this landed, how this supported you. If you want even more support, come along to She Is Liberated because we will be doing more deeper work with our inner child in that series. You can register at conniechapmancourses.com slash liberate or you can go down into the show notes to find the link. We are running live from September 6th to 8th and there will be replays if you can't um, make the live sessions, but it's going to be a really powerful live event. I'm, I'm so excited about it. And if you also want deeper support in Divine Femme, um, which is opening up for enrollments in early September, in that three-month journey, that's where we really do a lot of the deeper healing work around your inner child, around coming into your body and learning how to hold yourself through the different things that are getting triggered and really learn how to truly embody your feminine energy as well and then come into your full worth and wholeness and power and confidence and self-love and really build this incredible relationship with yourself that is the foundation of everything. So you can register your interest for Divine Femme at ConnieChapman.com slash Divine Femme. Link is in the show notes. And you'll also get a pre-sell link for that if you join She Is Liberated. So huh, that was a big one. That was a deep one. I hope this has been a powerful episode for you. Um, make sure you're subscribed to Awaken Radio so you never miss future episodes. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you love this episode, send it on to a friend. Like I said, get in touch. Let me know your biggest takeaway or share this to your stories and tag me at Connie underscore Chapman so we can share the message of Awaken Radio. Thank you so much for being tuned into this episode and I look forward to talking to you again next time. 